Welcome to Timeless Truth with Pastor Jim Thomas, a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. For the next couple of weeks, we'll be featuring a few of our favorite previous episodes of the podcast. In October, we'll begin a new book study on the Gospel of Mark. Also, as you're considering your plans for next year, TBC will be embarking on a Journeys of Paul tour, July 7th through 16, 2024. We'll step into history and walk where the Apostle Paul journeyed as we visit Philippi, Athens, Corinth, Ephesus, and many other locations. This tour will bring the scriptures to life with meaningful worship services and Bible studies with Pastor Jim. You can learn more at thevillagechapel.com tour. Now, here's today's study. Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee with your daily devotion. Uh, reading once again from Tim and Kathy Keller's God's Wisdom for Navigating Life. One of my very favorite daily readers, and this one centers around the book of Proverbs and some of the major themes there. And typically with each day's reading, you'll get a, a, a one or two verses from the book of Proverbs. And then Tim and Kathy will offer some commentary on it and close with prayer. And that's what we're going to use for our devotion on this day. I'll throw in a few of my own comments along the way. They first begin with Proverbs 8, 27 through 29, which says this, I was there when he set the heavens in place. This is wisdom personified speaking in the book of Proverbs. I was there when he, meaning God, set the heavens in place, when he marked out the horizon on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above the and fixed securely the fountains of the deep, when he gave the sea its boundaries so the waters would not overstep his command, and when he marked out the foundations of the earth. And so here again, much like when we study through the creation event in the book of Genesis. And I encourage you, if you haven't heard our studies there in the book of Genesis, to jump on the YouTube channel. There's a playlist with all of those uh, for the Village Chapel, Nashville, Tennessee. And you, you'll you'll find all of our music on there as well and, and uh, uh, all kinds of great stuff. The Friday night chats that we've had, uh, especially that one with John Lennox talking a lot about Genesis. You might really enjoy that. But these Proverbs right here, verses 27, 28, and 29 of chapter 8, Eight in the book of Proverbs, uh, really talking a lot about God's role in designing creation, setting the boundaries is the way that he says it so often, marking out the horizon, if you will, um, keeping the waters from overstepping his command. And so this is all about God being the designer of creation and, uh, and, and setting even the foundations of creation as it rolls out uh, even if he's the one that started it all, the idea is he started it with intention and with design, and that's why it's so beautiful, so well-ordered, so wonderful, so powerful, so awe-inspiring. It's a great pointer to the point. It's not the creation is not the creator, but the creation points to our creator, and that's so wonderful, isn't it? Foundations is what Tim and Kathy want to talk about. Let me read what they've got to say. Wisdom was with God when he marked out the foundations of the world. The New Testament teaches the agent of creation was Jesus, the eternal word and the wisdom of God. And of course, you'll find that reinforced, uh, as they point out here in parentheses, in John chapter 1 in the New Testament. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Goes on to talk about how there wasn't 
there isn't anything in creation that came into being without him having been involved in that creation. Uh, Colossians 1 also says a very similar kind of thing, as does Hebrews 1. And so you've just got throughout the entire range of Scripture and across the the horizon of the meta narrative of scripture. You've got this God who has created everything. So you're no accident, my friend. Um, uh, this world isn't just sort of a random collocation of atoms and chemicals. There was a foundation that was set, and I love what the Kellers have said here about that. Because the Bible is the word of our creator, it is our soul's owner's manual. They've got that in quotes, so I'm doing the air quotes just so you know that. Uh, The things it commands are the very things we were created to do. So godly wisdom comes from relating to God, not as just a general divine being, but as our creator. That's good. Yeah. But if God's wisdom is Jesus, then we must also understand the gospel in order to be wise. The logic of the gospel that you are an undeserving sinner and yet an unconditionally loved child of God at the same time brings a unique combination of humility and confidence that makes you wise in a way that nothing else can. Uh, Man, that's so important. So that great combination of humility and confidence, and might even add honesty on the front side of that. There's an honesty to all of this in the Christian faith, in the, in the gospel. The honesty is that we recognize and acknowledge before God that we're sinners, that we need redemption, and that's so important. Um, that, that's the beginning place of, of repentance or acknowledging our sin and, and desiring to turn away from it. But, it's, but it doesn't just stop there. It's not just about abandoning your bad habits. It's about turning to him and faith believing. And uh, so he says, you can come with confidence before God. Uh, the Kellers are really wise on this. It's, it's a humble confidence. Why? Because it's not about what you've done. It's not what, about what I've done. It's about what Christ has done. And since he's the one that did it, we can have confidence, you see. I love this about the gospel. Humility and confidence that makes you wise in a way nothing else can. Biblical wisdom then takes us back to the very foundations of the earth. The only wisdom that works in daily life is that same wisdom that created and will redeem the world. And we see that even all the way back in in the, in, the, in the book of Genesis in chapter 3, as we've studied, in chapter 3, the, the gospel, the, the proto-evangelion is right there. It's, it's just, it's the, the first hint of the great news uh, of the gospel, and I love that about it. The only wisdom that works in daily life is that same wisdom that created and will redeem the world. How can thinking of the Bible as your owner's manual help you better accept and use it? in your life? And that's a question the Kellers leave us with right there before they uh, offer a prayer here that I'll read in a second. I want to read the question again and perhaps invite you and I both. Let's all think about this. How can thinking of the Bible as your owner's manual? This is God's word to us. Um, It's timeless in its truth. It's unique in its origin. It's broad in its reach. um, And it's transforming in its power. This is God's owner's manual for his creation, and in particular, for those beings created in his image, which would be us. 
uh, human persons. How can thinking of the Bible as your owner's manual help you better accept and use it in your life? Well, that's one of the reasons we study through books of the Bible here at the Village Chapel. Um, we need to keep going back over and over and over again, uh, not only to God's commands, they certainly are true and sure, uh, but also to his promises because they give us that kind of hope that we need when we recognize that we're sinners. Uh, his promises to, to redeem and to save, to rescue us, oh, wonderful. And so the call comes from the Bible as well. The owner's manual calls upon us to trust him and obey. Uh, to turn away from our sin, to trust him as God, to let him be our savior, to to acknowledge we need him as our savior, to f- just uh, fall before him and, and, and just trust him, you know? This is such a beautiful thing. This is faith. It's actually a confidence in God is what it is. Uh, and it's humble because we go before him knowing that he is God and knowing that he has come to redeem us. That humbles us as well. You know, when you get given a, a gift like that, that you know you don't deserve, and yet it's still offered to you, it's still given to you, that humbles you. And so I think the Kellers are spot on right here when they say that this is a unique combination of humility and confidence. Well, let's, uh, let's close out with this prayer that they've got here for us. Lord, I have been perplexed by Proverbs' dual call to not be wise in my own eyes and yet to face life with confidence and resolve. How can I do both, Lord? Your gospel is the answer. I am a loved failure, a righteous in him sinner. This is truly the beginning of wisdom. Amen. Amen. All right, have a great day. Thanks for listening to today's study. Take a moment to leave a review and share this episode with friends and family. You can stay connected by signing up for our newsletter or follow us on social media. At the Village Chapel, we believe God's Word is unique in its source, timeless in its truth, broad in its reach, and transforming in its power. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com.